Welcome to Ammo, the podcast where we talk all things guns and ammo. I'm your host, Dalen Schaefer, aka Civilian Tactical. Let's get into it. In this podcast, we are going to discuss the best handgun options for beginners and home defense, and these options are actually good for everybody. If you're not sure what to get, this will help you choose the best caliber, size, the sights you're going to want, you know, the safety options. We're going to dive into all of it today. We're also going to provide our top handgun picks, and you're going to want to stick around because I'm going to share with you my favorite handgun. Now, you're going to be able to see if this will be something useful for you, but it definitely is not useful for every situation, so we'll get into that a little bit later. So first of all, caliber is important when choosing a handgun. So when it comes to caliber, of course, 9mm is the most popular. You have stuff like 45 ACP cartridges, and you have, you know, 380 auto, all these different things that are clamoring for your attention. If you have a smaller cartridge, obviously you're going to have less recoil. And if you have something bigger, it's going to be more of a hand cannon. But we recommend, and I recommend, 9mm for your first handgun. That's just sort of like the industry standard, and it's going to be the easiest thing for you to find. So when it comes to a first handgun, I would definitely say 9mm is the way to go. Now, there's different types of bullets. There's full metal jacket bullets, which are just a solid chunk of lead, and then there are hollow points. Hollow points expand on impact and have a greater ability to kind of break apart as they're traveling. So you're going to want something like spear gold dot ammo um, or federal hydroshock. Those are some of the best ammunition options for handguns. But when it comes to choosing a handgun, fit is a really important factor. So it's not something that you're just going to get from this podcast. You're going to want to listen to what we're saying and then go to a gun store and hold these guns in your hands. That's going to help you as well. And if you can shoot the guns even better, you're going to get a better idea for the recoil of each of these guns. We want to kind of stick to full-size handguns when it comes to beginner guns, just because they're a little bit easier to manage the recoil. They are a little bit bigger, so harder to conceal. So if you're going to get a gun just for concealed carry, and you're not ever going to get another gun, you might not want to go with a full-size, but if you just want to start with a gun and you know maybe get a concealed carry gun in the future then a full-size gun is a good option for your first gun. Now, for a beginner handgun, you might think that a safety is always the best option, but it can be really hard to remember to disengage a safety. So when you're in the heat of a moment, you may not be able to hit that safety or you may not remember and you're going to pull the trigger and nothing is going to happen. So when it comes to a first handgun, you're going to want to pick a gun that does not have a safety. That might seem counterintuitive but it is actually going to help you. And it's going to help you learn basic firearm safety principles anyways, because if you're following those rules, that safety will make absolutely no difference. So here are the handguns in question. First up, we have the Glock 19 Gen 5. Now for many, this is going to make people upset because the triggers aren't the best triggers on the market by any means. But Glocks have a reliability that is totally unrivaled. Are they a little bit bigger, a little bit more bulkier than some other options? Yes. Are they kind of boring? You could say so, but they will always do the job that they're supposed to do, and they will be the most reliable. Next up is the Smith & Wesson MMP 2.0. That sounds like a mouthful. But that is Smith & Wesson's new and improved version of the M&P. So it is a double stack. You have that high capacity. So it is an excellent option. 
Coming in after the MMP 2.0, we have Sig Sauer's P320. A little bit of a bigger gun, but I've shot this gun personally. It's very easy to manage the recoil on this gun, and because it's big, it's a little bit heavier, so you don't notice that recoil as much. Coming in next is the Walther PDP. This is one I haven't shot personally, but I've heard many, many people recommend this gun, so I couldn't leave it out of the list just because I haven't shot it. Definitely had to add it there when I was asking around. This is one that people kept saying needed to make it. After that, we've got some more Smith & Wessons, some stuff that you don't see typically, like Smith & Wessons model 686 Plus. That was also a recommendation from a friend who I trust very, very highly when it comes to handguns. And so these are some very good beginner handguns. And if you're looking for a handgun, go to a gun store and ask for these and hold them, feel them, and see how they, you know, are sit in your hand. And if you can fire them, do that as well. But now it's time to talk about a gun that I love. It is my favorite gun, hands down. And you get to decide if it's something that would be useful to you. I don't think it's useful in a carry situation due to the size of the firearm. And that is the Canic SFX Rival S. That is a mouthful. Canic makes some amazing guns with amazing triggers. Their SFX model was a competition model that they developed, their SFX rival. And it was so good, in fact, people said, hey, what could you do to make this more accurate? Well, you could make it in a steel frame, and Canic listened. They made a steel-framed version. That means it's not made out of polymer. So with that, you're going to get a really heavy gun. And it's a big gun, too. But with a heavy gun, you get much less felt recoil. That is the benefit to this thing. And that's why I could shoot this thing all day long. The Canic Rival SFX-S is essentially the gun that when I'm like, oh, you know, I have to go make some content, film some videos, whatever. I take this gun to the range and shoot for fun. It always cheers me up, without a doubt. Um, people like Mr. Guns and Gear have also been pretty positive about this gun. And it could make for a very good home defense gun. But definitely not something you're going to be hauling with you to the store because this thing is heavy. That is a wrap on the best handguns you can get for beginners. And to conclude, when you choose a handgun, just make sure it fits well. If you have the opportunity to fire it, definitely do that. When it comes to sights, learn your iron sights. Then maybe you can move on to something more advanced like a red dot. But I hope that this list helped. Now, here's where after I've kind of given you some hopefully helpful information, you can help us. In order to grow this podcast, we do need your help. We need two minutes of your time to drop a positive review, and that will keep this Pro 2A podcast going. So before you move on, please drop a review, and we would be super grateful. We read them all. And don't forget to follow for next week's episode as well. This has been Ammo with your host, Dalen Schaefer. Thank you for joining us, and keep loving the Second Amendment, guns, and especially ammo. Ammo.